weekly podcast covering news, hard truths, random questions, and hip-hop culture with a shot of whiskey. It ain't for the faint at heart, baby. Tune in. Sunshine. Giving you the tea. Tea. Whiskey. Oh, yeah. Sunshine. Giving you the tea. Whiskey. April Panay Sunshine. Thank you for tuning in with Tea and Whiskey with Sunshine, giving you the uncensored, uncut adult conversation. You can sip too. <laughs> What's going on? SoundCloud, Spotify, Google Play, Apple Podcast, iHeartRadio, TuneIn, Stitcher, Himalaya, um, Instagram, TikTok. Hey, y'all. You're listening to Tea and Whiskey with Sunshine. What's going on, you guys? I got a great show for you all today. Today's show is always brought to you by Sunshine Flower Child, the author of Forgive, Heal, and Rebuild on Amazon Now, ebook and Kindle. And you can also get her second book, A Widow's Whiskey Tales. Yes. Widows Whiskey Tales, the tale of stories of young widows losing their spouses at young ages, their lives, their sex lives after the passing of the love of their lives. So get both of those books on Amazon, get the paperback with the Widows Whiskey Tales, or you can go to Kindle and get that as well. You're listening to Tea and Whiskey with Sunshine. Hey, what's going on? It's Saturday, you guys. Saturday, May the 14th. Yesterday was Friday the 13th. And guess what I did? Kept my happy ass in the house. I didn't want to go through nothing. <laughs> no, I mean, you know, if you're superstitious, then yeah. But I mean, I'm sometimes I am, sometimes I'm not. But I just chose to stay home and relax. Yeah, yeah. Ooh. Come on, roll. Ah, yeah, yeah. You're listening to Tea and Whiskey with Sunshine. Hey, so check this out. Sis, to all my sisters, brothers too, y'all can tune in. Help, help me out. Y'all free to come in, chime in. Hey, but sis. Why do we disrespect each other? And why do we allow others to disrespect us too? Yeah. I'm going there. And when I say others, I mean the opposite sex. You know. Yeah. We going there today. When I was in my 20s, I didn't think about things the way I think about things now that I'm no longer in my 20s. Hi, you thought I was going to tell you how old I was? Never. <laughs> um, but I feel like we tend to use the word sis too loosely. 
you know I feel like we do like or maybe you know what maybe 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 I misunderstood the assignment because I feel like we tend to use the word sis too loosely we use the word sis too loosely (laughs) I think we do so if I misunderstood the assignment then the message is very clear to me if I'm reading it right okay hey everybody ain't your sis Mm. apparently everybody ain't your sis mo3 said hey everybody ain't your friend well everybody ain't your sis but i'm gonna tell y'all one thing though i love my tea and whiskey family i love y'all and i want you to know you got a sis with me sunshine so sis let's talk We're going to get this show started, y'all. First of all, I say what I said. Like, you have a sis with sunshine, period. And I just want to have a little girl talk today. You know, I think every show I do without Sunny Man is kind of like girl talk. But I, I have a broad audience. It's not just us that listen to sis. I mean, we have men. We have the LGBTQIA. (laughs) It's a lot of different people that listen to this show. And I appreciate everyone's input. I try to value everybody's opinion. Now, um, does it always work out that way? Do they always value mine? Absolutely not. That's another assignment that I'm learning to pass. Just because I am non-judgmental and I provide a non-judgmental space doesn't mean people are going to do the same for me just like me saying you're my sis sunshine is your sis does not mean that you're going to reciprocate the sis factor with me sunshine and I get it I understand the assignment and that's why it's so important to create boundaries and some people may look at my boundaries as okay it was all cool and everything was all gravy and cool all of a sudden she just dipped or she just ghosted or she just flipped the script well that's what happens when you don't create boundaries um when you go into something full um pure hearted and pure intentions and just like willing and, and gullible and just like yeah let's do it and the other person's like, yeah, got him. I got me a sucker, 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 sucker. <laughs> so, you know, 
And some people don't know how to handle that. Case in point, I was one of those people. When I'm involved in something and I'm heavily involved and I'm enjoying it, and then that person shows the true intentions of what it's about, I pull out. And it, it makes me look like I'm wishy-washy, um, unstable, um, crazy. But baby, <laughs> People are free to leave you, to stop loving you, to stop supporting you whenever they feel like it, whenever they choose. People will stop communicating with you. People will stop doing everything they used to do whenever they get ready. So in the process of those things, what do you do? You got to pick yourself up and keep pushing, right? Exactly. All right. So we got some really great things on the docket, y'all. Of course, I've been talking about Kevin Samuel for the past three episodes. I really don't want to, but it's been some messy stuff going on. Y'all know how it go when somebody die. All the shit come out when somebody die. Especially if you really, really like, you liked them and they've, they, they created this platform about themselves I don't mean social media I mean just in general this image of themselves like I don't know I'm in a place in my life where when I got to a certain age and I realized that my parents were actually people that were still like going through life lessons (laughs) that rude awakening y'all it's it's a rude awakening because when you wake up and you realize that person you idolize, those people you idolize are actually just regular people. They put their pants on one one leg at a time like you do. It can be a rude awakening or it could be a spiritual awakening. And so that's what I want to talk about today. Let's talk, sis. Let's talk about spiritual awakenings. Let's talk about uplifting each other. Because at the end of the day, we all sat and listened to to Kevin Samuel I I couldn't sit through it but whatever little snippets I would get from Instagram and different places that people will always people will never ever like or share your shit but they will share trash and put it all in your inbox can I get a witness amen I know they will share all kind of trash but they won't support your positive shit but anyway I digress on that part but I find it funny that, you know, out of everything that people shared or sent me, I mean, people would send me stuff about Kevin Samuel all the time. That's the only way I knew about him was because people would send it to me. They just sent me the trash. Send me the trash. I'm not downing or talking bad on anybody that sent me that garbage, but it was garbage. It was. But, um, case in point, um, Jamal Bryant. <laughs> Y'all know who that is. Jamal Bryant is like a, he's known as a, now he's a celebrity pastor, but Jamal Bryant was actually, uh, you know what? Give me a second. We're just going to jump right into the hot toddy. We're going to jump into the hot toddy. Here we go. All right, here we go with the hot toddy. So check this out, y'all. <clears throat> Jamal Bryant is actually, I believe he's in Baltimore. He resides in Baltimore. 
Um, I'm not, he may have moved to Atlanta. I'm not sure. Anyway, he is a celebrity minister that has been trending social media for a very long time. Um, anyway, if you don't know him, his ex-wife is Giselle from Real Housewives of Potomac. But this man is known for having scandals, but we're not going to get into his scandal, but we're going to talk about what he said. Uh, in his Mother's Day sermon, okay, because you know Kevin Samuel died on the week of Mother's Day. In his Mother's Day sermon, he decided to touch on Kevin Samuel a little bit. And um, it, it was just a snippet. I mean, some people who actually go to the church were like, no, it wasn't just that. He just touched on it, but he gave a beautiful Mother's Day sermon and uplifting women. He gave a really great sermon about uplift, uplifting women and all that good stuff. But here we go. We're going to listen to what he has to say and you give me your opinion. But I'm, a definitely, I'm definitely going to give you mine because I'm the only one here. But here we go. All right, here we go. How can a man say that you are of low value after 35? How can a man say that you do not have the level of traction of a high-powered man when that man has got to get a GoFundMe for his funeral? Y'all ain't saying nothing to me. You, you got to be in that place where you operate in the authority of God. Look at the, another sister around you. Tell them it's not that I hate men. Come on, look at another sister and say, I do not hate men. I just despise weak men. I despise cowardice men. I just ain't got time for men who are insecure about my gift. I'm not going to dummy down. Because of what God got me, I don't have to lower my standard. That man got to step all the way up to deal with a queen on my level. Well, that's uh, what Jamal Bryant said. I mean, I don't know how you all feel about it, but a lot of people were like really, really... <laughs> they weren't happy about that. They weren't happy with, with his message, and I, I can, I, I, I really wish. You know what I wish, sis. Sis, I wish women would stand up for each other the way these men have <laughs> come to Kevin Samuel's Samuel's defense, dead and alive. A man, men will back each other up to the end. Men, listen, I really wish women had that same energy when it came to supporting and empowering and backing each other up. Because I'm telling you, the way these men <laughs> are validating and, but Omarion, he was like, this is distasteful. This is wrong. I mean, he needs to think about the, his people he left behind and all that stuff. But on the other hand, you got people saying, well, he didn't think about that when he was talking about people's mamas and stuff. When you disrespect um, women, you're disrespecting a mom and, and, and all that. So who cares what your opinions are? I mean, everybody is, is just, everybody just, just savage. This generation is just pure savagery and, and ain't nothing that any of us can do about it. You you, you can set the example and, and be different, but all they're going to do is just trample all over you with your peaceful ass. <laughs> I 
that's all they're going to do is trample over your peaceful ass. So at the end of the day, what do you do? What do you do? But, you know, hey, my opinion about it, I mean, shit. At the end of the day, have confidence in yourself. Be sure of who you are and can't nobody make you feel any way about you unless you let them. Period. If I listen to what everybody say, I wouldn't be doing a podcast. If I listen to what everybody say, I probably would in my life. If I listen to what everybody else said, I don't know where I'd be right now. It's about how you feel about yourself. It's about how God feels about you, honestly, sis. So, moving on to the next topic. So we're going to do some women empowerment today. Um, Remy Ma gets her own street in the Bronx. Do you hear me? Remy Ma gets her own street in the Bronx. Yeah. Kudos to Remy Ma. It was time to the shade room for sharing that. Um, yeah, over the week, she got her own street, and it spelled out her name, Remy Ma. I thought that was so cute. Man, you know you're doing big things when you get your own street. You get your own boulevard, honey. You get your own street. You get your own street, honey. That's what I'm talking about. Shout out to her. Next on the docket, what we got here? What we got? <laughs> Check this out. There was this article that I read. Ooh, ladies, ladies. I need y'all to t- listen. L- let me tell you about this article, honey. Let me tell you. All right, here we go with this next tea, honey. Y'all listen to this story and tell, look, oh. This girl, man, yo, check this out. Here we go. A love triangle leaves a spree man dead. The Harris County Sheriff's Office saying an adult female, Karen Stewart, advised responding deputies that she shot her husband after he told her he was in love with another woman. That other woman was with him at the time. Karen Stewart is now in jail, charged with murder. Bond set at $75,000. The love triangle unfolding as investigators learn more. Stewart is a girlfriend of James Hardgrove, the victim. James married but recently separated. I got the call that my my husband had been shot and um, they took him to Houston Northwest. He didn't make it. It's very hard to believe. It's, um, we've been married for 14 years. It's very hard to believe. Sandra Hartgrove, the wife, is in disbelief, saying they separated in November and that she was unaware of the other women. I've never met the person. I have no idea. My knowledge is that she's a caregiver. She says James was her best friend and they spoke every other day. Talked to him every other day. I haven't really seen him since my nephew's wedding, but I talked to him every other day. He just recovered from COVID. He had been in the hospital. He was there five months. He couldn't walk. He had two heart attacks, a stroke, his kidneys failed, and he had just recovered from all of that. So for him to make it through all of that to end like this is is real disheartening. Funeral services are set for this weekend. Stewart has been charged with felony murder. Reporting live to me. Ooh, yo. So, basically, 
men, fellas, brothers, men. I'm going to need y'all to be careful how you treat these women out here. Now, I'm trying to understand how this man was surviving a heart attack and COVID and couldn't walk. But was able to juggle two wives and a girlfriend. You see. (laughs) Wait a minute. 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 Oh no. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Y'all. I need some music. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on, hold on. Let me calm down. Mm, mm -mm. (laughs) Okay. So, not that. Let's, let's. I'm scratching my head. Hold on. Okay. Not that he pulled up at her house. With the woman that you were confessing your love, professing your love for, while you was, oh, so, yo, you gonna pull up with the chick? Now I'm not justifying what she did. You know, I'm not justifying the violence. But y'all got to be careful how y'all handle people out here. You know, like, oof. Lord have mercy, y'all. So the lady, basically, he confessed his love to somebody, for somebody else. The girl was in the car with him. And I'm sure she just probably snapped. You know, at the end of the day, yeah. What, what what do you tell somebody who's experiencing a heartbreak? What do you say? What what do you, what do you tell them? You know, you know. I some some people can't handle it, and then you have those who can be rational and be logical and say, okay, you know what, move on. But I'm going to tell you something. It's tourist season. It's still tourist season. I'm a tourist. I'm going to tell you right now, hunty. If you think you can do better, go. Go. Oh, my God, sunshine, that's so cold. No, it's not. It's realistic. Will I hurt? Absolutely. Absolutely. Will I be heartbroken? Devastated. Of course. Of course, I'd be devastated and heartbroken that you chose someone else over me after all the love I gave to you. That's how women are. Men, fellas, that's how we think. You mean to tell me? Because I know, according to his wife, he was sick. He was battling covid could barely walk and how do you leave somebody that cared for you now I don't know if she was the caregiver 
but according to the wife she said that she thought that that was his caregiver because the wife and him that's the one that he was married to for 14 years they were like best friends they talked every other day but baby you never know what these men out here doing you really don't and I have gotten to a place in my life in this chapter of my life I'm not going to worry about what these men out here doing I can't because of situations like this one so yes baby girl is going to jail y'all heard her bond and um the wife baby they just separated in november of last year so she's kind of unbothered behind this because i'm sorry after being with him for that long and you were okay with him <laughs> being sick and couldn't walk and with the caregiver you was sick of his <laughs> you was like woo wee girl so the the fact that the, the the separation with the wife after 14 years and you was okay with him being you know recovering from COVID and heart attacks and couldn't walk and shit and the fact that he would just talk to you every other day you 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 had been done Now, the wife says she was unaware of these other women. Baby, that's her story, and she's sticking to it. Do you hear me? Women, our intuition is strong as fuck. That's F-A-W-K. Fuck. Fuck. Our intuition is strong. What you mean you didn't know about them two other women? Okay, so why y'all separate? Why y'all separate? Why y'all separate? That's all. I, 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 I got questions. But you know what? Prayers to his family. I don't know if he had any children. Uh, prayers to the lady who act in the in a in a act of, of passion. She was heartbroken, devastated, and snapped. Y'all was seen that move that, that show snapped. Yeah. This shit really does happen. Y'all men, y'all get these women so em- emotionally invested. They will like they <laughs> shit. But I am learning, even today, I am learning to not be so invested. Be invested, because you know you are a caring person. But at the end of the day, don't nobody owe you nothing. No one owes you anything. They don't. Like, they can marry you today and divorce you the next day if they choose. So... We're going to move on to the next topic, baby, because that right there was sending you on the edge. But at the end of the day, um, men, y'all be careful how you handle these women out here in these streets. Okay? Don't don't be a a casualty. Don't let it be a casualty. That's all I'm saying. you guys the next item up for business on the hot toddy this Roe versus wade this abortion stuff y'all like some people don't care about it a lot of people are being very religious about it um i can honestly say um back in the day i thank god for deliverance but uh back in the day i used to 
really look down on the whole abortion thing like oh my god um it's murder it's you're, you're killing a life it's murder you're a murderer you're a murderer and then i got older and started experiencing things because i was only going off of religious beliefs that was shoved down my throat as a child um as I got older, I started experiencing life, and I was like, uh, no, no, no. I believe everyone should have a choice. I believe you should have a choice. Now, whatever your choice is, that's your business. But if you've ever been in a situation where abortion was an option, okay, before you say what you say, Make sure you have sat in it. And what's sad, what saddens me the most about this situation is there are people who have actually been in the situation and still vote against it. Like, but you, you, you did it, though. You did it and you have regrets. Okay, but at the end of the day, that's not fair for you to go do it and then pass a law and say, can't nobody else do it because I did it. And I didn't. What the fuck is wrong with people? People are so, ugh. But anyway, one thing that I do love, I love The Daily Show, and I enjoy Noah, Trevor Noah. He is just so dope. I love how he delivers his stuff. Shout out to him. But here is something that he had to say that kind of just made a lot of sense to me. But now, if they pass this law where abortion would be totally illegal, I would say maybe out of the 50 states, maybe about 10 or 12 will keep it as legal. Okay, just know if you if you have an abortion, you have to make a road trip. Get you <laughs> at this point, you know you ain't one monkey don't stop no show. And this in this point, fifty monkeys don't stop no show. And um, if you need to run and get get that taken care of, you got other states that will allow you to do that. So you know, get the cooler and and do what you gotta do. But here's Trevor Noah with his rendition of this whole situation. So check him out. Here we go. I think that argument actually makes a lot of sense. Like, why should there be one abortion law for the entire country? I mean, people in Alabama and people in California have very different views on this. So maybe it should be different in different states. Although when you think about it, there are also differences in different parts of each state. So really, the law should be like by county. You know what I mean? That would be better. They should say like red counties in a blue state can ban abortion. But blue counties in a red state can allow abortion. I mean, that, that seems fair, right? It's up to the states, but make it up to the county. Well, except actually sometimes you have urban and rural areas sharing a county. So maybe it should be at the level of the city or the town. Yeah, no, wait. What if each house? Oh, yes, each house. Each house could have its own rule. Hmm. Yeah, this makes sense, right? Because the neighbors, they don't always agree with each other. But in the house, you... Within the house, people have different opinions. You know what? What if each person mm -hmm. made their own rule? Like each person could decide for themselves yeah. what they could do with their own <laughs> shit. People, I figured it out. Yo, get me a taxi to the Supreme Court. <laughs> yeah. At the end of the day, it should be each individual's choice. Like, I like how he, he said that the country is colonizing vaginas. Like, I'm so over it. Like, you're not going to stop people from doing what they want to do. If that's the case, then make make having babies illegal, okay? Make having babies, make sex illegal, period. All around, you can't have sex, period. Sex should be illegal. 
If abortion is illegal, then sex is illegal. Let's just ban sex. That will solve all of our problems. Let's just ban sex. Let's ban sex. Because I'm telling you right now, a lot of people who have abortions, they were either raped. Um, they were being, you know, it's so many different things. But the worst case scenario is being raped. And, and everybody doesn't, it just runs so deep. All I can say is, I survived to the point to where I didn't have to have an abortion. It, it the baby aborted naturally. Okay. And all I, all I'm just saying is every woman doesn't get that. That's not their story. You know, some women actually can carry or some women have actually carried, you know, a child in, in that situation for by force. And that's what these laws are going to do. They're going to force you to carry a child that you're either not ready for or you don't want. You know, I mean, it's ridiculous. You, what happened to separating church and state? But it only works when it's benefiting the rich. Case in point. But anyway. But I don't know. What are your thoughts on and views on this? At the end of the day, I just feel like every woman should be able to make her own choice and her own decisions with her body. And then if we go on a van abortion, just 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 ban sex altogether. That's how we solve that problem. Next item up for business. All right. So there is a formula shortage, you guys. There is a baby formula shortage. Many parents. Okay, this is from the Washington. Um, I don't know if it's Washington AP. It says many parents are hunting for infant formula because of a combination of shortage and long-term problems that has hit most of the biggest U.S. brands. Millions of babies in the U.S. rely on formula, which is the only source of nutrition recommended for infants who aren't exclusively breastfed. Here's a look at what's behind the problem. Why is there a shortage, you ask? Let's find out. Ongoing supply distributions have combined with a recent safety recall to leave many pharmacies and supermarkets shelves bare. The problem began last year as the COVID-19 pandemic led the disturbance in labor, transportation, and raw materials. Economy-wide issues that dealing that it, it's oh, I'm sorry, a company <laughs> economy-wide issues that didn't spare the formula industry. So they're saying that the first part is because of the COVID-19 lockdowns, okay? Then in February, Abbott Nutrition recalled several major brands of powder formula and shut down Sturgis, Michigan um, factory when federal officials began investigating four babies who suffered bacterial infections after consuming formula from the facility. Baby, so basically there's a shortage because there's been a recall of the formula because it's causing um, gastric issues with babies. And I really think that formula shit shouldn't, listen, how are you going to ban abortion and then have a formula shortage? How much sense does that make? 
How much sense does that make? You're going to ban abortion. And they say, oh, yeah, there's a shortage in formula. So how, how are you going to feed your baby? Millions of babies rely on formula. Some women just choose not to breastfeed. Some women cannot. Yo, what the? Man. Let me see. So um, President Biden is up to speed on the shortage of the infant formula. He shared a video update that shows him holding a conversation with leaders of major formula manufacturers such as Gerber. So here is a, a little bit of footage from the shade room. Shout out to the shade room. Let's see what they have to say. Tell me how things are going at your factory and is something you'd like us to be doing, you think we should be doing, we could be helpful. Since in March and April, we've been able to introduce almost 50% more product uh, supply into the marketplace. But despite our size, we're doing everything we can to make sure we can get product into, into the hands of, uh, of our consumers, moms and babies. We unlocked shifts at the plants and unlimited. Okay, listen. I don't give a damn what nobody say. The fact of the matter is, this shit is just so freaking backwards. How you gonna ride a short? Yeah, I think I saw an ad where this lady was talking about how babies, like you, like they, there, there's like a lawsuit out, a class action lawsuit right now that uh, people are filing on. I think it's Infamil and um, other baby formulas because. It's causing problems with the babies as far as causing gastric and intestinal diseases, also death. And I'm going to tell you right now, I remember I had a friend who um, had a baby and that, that baby could not keep a bottle down his stomach. They blamed his stomach, but honestly, I think I think it was the formula and that was over 20 years ago. You know, like, man, just get back to breastfeeding. Get back to breastfeeding. Don't feed your baby any cow milk. If anything, feed your baby goat milk, um, almond milk, something other than this, the cow. Because the cow is not made for human consumption. There's so many things in milk that shouldn't even be in there. That's why you got to keep it refrigerated because it'll spoil on you. Oh. You guys, my, my prayers to all the, the mothers who rely on formula and there's a shortage. Like, how the hell are you going to ban abortion but then have a... a, a, a <laughs> Y'all, this is just too much for me. This is too much for me. But uh, moving forward. <laughs> All right, that's our hot toddy for today. Now we're going to step into, I'm going to try a new segment, okay? I'm going to try this new segment just for this episode, and we'll just see how it flows. But um, this segment is going to be called, Is That Being a Sis or Is That a Diss? Are you being a sis? Or are you just being a straight diss? Here we go. I got a couple of scenarios. And I'm going to respond to them as a sis and as a diss. 
Okay? Because sometimes we all know that we're not being a sis. But then again, sometimes we do know we don't give a damn, but we disguise it as being a sis. So here we go. <laughs> Shout out to Six Brown Chicks where I got this amazing, these amazing scenarios from. Okay, here we go. I love myself. I have self-esteem. I had a father at home. But still, I'm in love with the worst man ever. He lies, spends my money, talks shit all day, refuses to move in, comes over for sex and food. Why do I stay? This man is ungodly in bed. I'm addicted. Please help me. Well, this is me as a diss. Girl, what the fuck wrong with you? <laughs> no, this is what it what's this is what a diss would be like. A diss would be like Girl, her self-esteem ain't shit. Like, I don't know why she still stay with him. He ain't he ain't shit. And 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 apparently she ain't shit either because she's putting up with it. She like it. You know what I'm saying? She like it, I love it. Whatever. That's her business. That's she grown, that's her business. She grown, that's her business. I know, I know, girl, I know, but what you not gonna do. Is keep coming to me and ask me for advice. You gonna you gonna go back and fuck the the dude today after we hang up. Actually, he on his way. You texting me because you just want to drop your share, so you won't be mad at him when he get there. How about that? Now, <laughs> approaching the situation as a sis. Now brace yourself. Cause I'm a real sis, sis. I'm a real sis, sis. <laughs> Listen. <laughs> sis. You know I love you. But the things that you're doing is not giving me self-love vibes. It's not. I know the dick is good, girl. I know the dick. I know. I know. I know. I know. Look at me. I know. I know that dick is good, girl. Oh, oh, girl, that dick's so good. You want to share it? That's how good it is. <laughs> like, girl, come ride this. Ooh, girl, come ride this. Come ride this. <laughs> Let me make sure I ain't crazy. You know. <laughs> but um, sis, what you're doing is it's not showing self love. It's not showing self esteem. If you love yourself so much and you know what a real man is like because you've had one, you grew up with a real man. So why are you putting up with his lies, sis? Why do you let him spend your money, sis? Why do you let him do these things to you? If you love yourself, you wouldn't allow anybody to treat you less than how you treat yourself. You're betraying yourself, sis. Stop. Now listen. Not on the contrary, I'm still going to be sis and tell you now, if you keep going back, it's on you. Okay? But you can't get upset when that man continues to mistreat you and continues to devour you. 
because you are allowing it. You are allowing it. And it needs to stop if that's what you want. And you're going to have to go through a purge. You're going to have to go through uh, like a rehabilitation. Like when people, she said, you said you were addicted, right? Well, it's, it's the same thing with any other drug. Girl, dick is a drug, honey. It can be. Dick, good loving can be a drug, honey. Since you're addicted, you need to go into rehabilitation. And you need to go ahead and just wing yourself off that. Because I promise you, sis, if you take the dick out, take this, take this ungodly sex <laughs> out the equation. If we take this off, okay. Take off, I love myself, I have self-esteem, I had a father at home. And take out, I'm addicted. All you have left is, he lies, spends my money, talks shit all day, refuses to move in, comes over for sex and food. Why do I stay? That's it. Just read that part. Just read that part. Mm-hmm. Now that is a sis. It hurt a little bit. It stung a little bit. But it came from love. And after I give you that, sis, I'm not going to go back and talk shit about you to somebody else. I'm going to hope that you make the right choices for yourself. That's what I'm going to hope for you. But anyway, y'all, I'm learning everybody ain't your sis. It sucks. But it's better to know who who's your sis and who's not versus walking around here looking crazy in these streets, supporting people who don't even support you, and rooting for people who are talking shit and laughing behind your back. You want to see how somebody going to treat you? Watch how they treat the people around them. Watch how they handle the people that they, that's around them. Ask them what happened. And then ask that party what happened. You get two different stories. But watch how they move. You'll see. Just know. Your turn will be coming. And how they treat you. Don't think you exempt because y'all having such a good time. That's how I started off with them too. But anyway. We're going to keep the drama on TV and out of our lives. Thank you, SoundCloud, Spotify, Google Play, Apple Podcasts, iHeartRadio, TuneIn, Stitcher, Himalaya, TikTok, Instagram. Thank you for being a part of the Tea and Whiskey family. I love y'all to the moon and back. I wasn't going to stay on long, but I wanted to give my little tea, my little, 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 little. Now listen, y'all. I need you to pray for Kevin Samuel's family. And I'm what I also want y'all to do. Is pray for these people who are speaking negatively and poorly. I understand where it's coming from, but two wrongs don't make a right. And you speaking ill will is not going to make you better or anybody else. All you're doing is speaking negatively. And what you put in the atmosphere always come back to you. Always remember that. So be careful how you treat people and be careful how you talk about people. 
what be careful what you spread and be careful what you put in the atmosphere because it comes back to you 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 it comes back comes back to you it comes back to you I speak life I speak life over all of you I can do that, is it? <laughs> Me either. <laughs> I'll see y'all next time.